Hey, what's up, worship leaders, friends, and pastors? Brandon Dempsey here, Worship Team Training. Welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. This format is basically our podcast, but stripped of all the music, the laughs, the announcer, you name it. And basically, it's just me talking, sharing my thoughts, sharing my opinions, the way that I see things through Scripture, and I hope that it encourages you. Thanks again for coming along with me with me on this journey. So today, on Facebook, I posted the, um, uh, the title and the topic. It's not about stage presence. It's about His presence. Do you agree with that? You would be surprised to know that there's different arguments everywhere uh, when you talk about this uh, whole thing about presence of what we are to do, how we should look on stage, and presence about the Holy Spirit, His presence. You'd be amazed to see how many people have talked about the importance of both sides. And some go a little bit further than the others. And, you know, I think it's interesting because a lot of great people have commented, by the way, and just thank you so much. This was on the Worship Leaders Plus Facebook group. And uh, I give big shout out to the people who lead it and moderate it. Thanks so much for allowing me to post there. And also the great people who've commented on the, on the um, image and taking part in the discussion. And maybe you listening, maybe you've done that. So awesome. And thanks so much for coming in. If you saw that and now you're here. Awesome. So to get into it, um, it's interesting because I, I think there's, I think it's both. I think that we need to have a stage presence about us, which many have commented that you don't want to be like a dead face leading worship. You may know worship leaders like that who lead worship that's just plain uninspiring. You look at them and you're thinking uh, they shouldn't be here. They maybe should be um, doing another job or whatever. You know, and I, I look at that and I think that's twofolded also. Number one, if you have someone that looks disinterested, that it is a major problem. But is it? How do you know that the person's not really worshiping? If it's like a one-off thing, or if it's like even maybe it's a season in their life where they maybe they just feel ran down. Maybe they just have a bad day like everybody. And yeah, I know you're saying, well, does they have, do they have a bad day every week? Maybe. Who are we to judge? But then you have, you have the other half to consider of... Are they not really interested in what they do, what they're doing? Do they not care? Do they are they not taking seriously what God's called them to? Or maybe they're just not plugging in. Well, you know, when it gets to that point, I have to question who puts them in that leadership position in the first place, right? Because if you know that this person's not a happy-go-lucky person, <clears throat> or you know that they are uh, not fulfilling the role. And they're not engaging people. That's a problem within your leadership. At the same time, I will tell you this: I have found the best worship leaders are the ones that are melancholy, the ones that don't have it all together. I feel I'm more led in worship by those who are transparent. And I don't mean, and when I say these things, don't don't hammer off at me. I don't I don't mean people that are always in a bad mood, and it's okay for not looking interested. It's okay for having a bad temper. No. That's not what I mean. I think that we have a responsibility to lead worship 
in a way that's conducive for people. Our personality, our way to be open and transparent. Does it mean that we need to skip through daisies on the stage? No. Does it mean we need to be throwing chairs? Absolutely not. But when you look at life, you don't see people that are constantly happy all the time, just flowery all the time. I mean, Scripture's not that way. Look through Scripture. You won't see the disciples and the apostles and the prophets always merrily going from place to place. No, they've had hardship. And I think that we forget that level. Again, I'm not giving permission for those to have a bad attitude and to be in a leadership position. That's not what I'm saying, so please hear me. I'm simply saying that you have real people leading worship, hopefully, just as real people that are coming to be led in worship. But then you have the other half. You have the half where it's about maybe you have people on stage that maybe they have a great look, maybe they have all the things that look great as a worship leader, but it's all about them leading worship. It's about that stage presence. And it's not about God's presence, where God's just kind of left in the corner somewhere. And you are looking at somebody that's more interested in providing their own musical solo while they lead. Now that I find more distracting, or just as distracting, as a bad attitude. And you can't look at that and say, well, maybe that person's just having a bad day, which is the reason why they gave a five-minute guitar solo. No, I don't think so. But I think there's ebbs and flows. I think it's both and with a lot of things. But let me just ask you this. When you lead worship, are you really authentically leading from the heart? And if you are, what does that look like? Are you really in tune with God? Are you really in tune with the things about God and not about the things yourself? Now, look, I know it's easy to get into that mode where we think, well, yeah, Brandon, I am doing what God's called me to do. I, I am uh, leading worship in the way that God is here with me. Well, yeah, we know that. But I have to look into the mirror every day and I have to think, okay, well, I need to take care of this in my face. I need to do this to my breath so I don't stink and my hair, whatever. I can't just take it for granted just saying, oh, every time I wake up in the morning, man, I'm just looking awesome. It doesn't work that way either. I have to go to God's Word and Scripture. I have to see the reflection of myself in Christ and, and ooh, okay, God, uh, yeah, you're right. This needs to change about me. Ooh, no, I don't like what I said yesterday. I don't like the thought that I had this morning. I need you here, Lord. I need you here to retune me and to help me re-engage. Because the more and more that we, uh, like God's self-care, what do I mean by that? Like we look into, we look to the Holy Spirit to care about the things of ourselves, of what God wants to change. That's what I mean. We have to have that type of confidence. We have to have that bravery. We have to have that honesty. We have to have that authenticity because it's that same authenticity. It's that same type of bravery to lead worship, right? We don't see it that way. And maybe that's the reason why we hide behind the guitar or the keyboards or we make everything look great when we're leading worship on stage. Maybe that's why people do it because they're being afraid of who they really are. Let me ask you, are you afraid? Are you afraid of being the way that God wired you to be? Are you confident that you can stay on the stage, you know what, this is who I am, 
with all my faults, all my failures, it doesn't mean that, no, you don't need to bleed your bad stuff to everybody there at the church. That's not what it's for in your leadership position. But can you quietly and truly tell your story about what God has done and the way that you lead worship? What about that? What about talking about the victories of what God has done in a different way? Look, <laughs> there's a lot of times when I step in the church, I don't feel like smiling all the time. And people, <gasps> they make this gasp. How could you say that? You're a worship leader. You should, you should be this way. You should make them feel happy. Well, no, I'm not a babysitter. And no, I don't need to make people happy. It's not my job. Why? Because that's what the Holy Spirit, that's who He is. That's what He does. I just need to be a conduit. And you know what? If I'm having a bad day or things aren't going well, maybe that too can be a ministry for somebody else to help them think, you know what? I had a bad day also. But the way that I saw that worship leader lead or that drummer or the person in the tech booth, I see them carrying some loads. Man, how are they getting through it? Wow, what a testimony that is. Would you rather have conversations like that or more about how many people sang in your church that Sunday or what cool song you did out the set list? Yeah, I'm saying it. These are things that we need to be talking about. I'm doing that right now with a new platform. Well, it's not new, but we revitalized it. It's called Confessions of a Worship Leader. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And it's also a new book that I'm writing. But the question is, how are we really thinking more and being more of the presence God wants us to be? And how are we being in His presence? So look, I'd like for you to drop a comment. Um, find the Worship Leaders Plus page Facebook group or maybe on Instagram. Or if you find any of our content, Worship Team Training, you can find it there too. And the post is right staring at you. It's on today, Monday, January the 10th, 2022. Drop a line. Let us know what you think. And thanks so much for coming into this conversation. I know we're going to talk more about this stuff. Don't worry on the next episodes to come. And yes, Rich and I are working in the background for more podcasts coming soon, the full Worship Team Training Podcast. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for coming in, liking what we do, and let us know what we can do better. And better yet, take today's episode and share this with a friend. Guys, love you. Thanks so much for being here. And remember, it's not about being perfect, but it's about allowing the Lord Jesus to lead you both in life and in worship. See you next time soon.